All right, welcome to the Burgundy Blues podcast, a show dedicated to our fantasy football league as we continue our journey to obtain the coveted Burgundy jacket. And that's all the introduction I'm going to do because that's all we need. Um, my name is Mackenzie Smith, joined by Austin Diggins and Jordan Clark with a very special guest today, Jordan Bell. So we got two Jordans on the show. We do. Refer- <laughs> um, but yeah, let's just go. Let's just go ahead and jump right in. Talk some. Talk about what's been going on. So we had a draft. We did have a draft. Yeah. Oh boy, what a one draft! Of the, <laughs> one of the most fun drafts I think we've had in recent years. I mean, it was. I had a blast. I think part of that was not seeing everybody for a while and getting to hang out. Part of it was the method in which we chose our draft order just kind of provided the fun. Yes, it was. Because, I mean, like, how long has it been since we've seen you, Jordan? Uh, Last draft? Last Last year? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Lots happened. You've had a baby. Yep. A little baby. And then uh, Luke. Luke actually hung out. That was really cool. (laughs) I think last time we saw him was last draft, right? Yeah. Very cool and very surprising. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the old ball and chain must have let him have a free night. So. Sorry, Luke. Not sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, it was cool. It was cool. Everybody stuck around. I was actually the first to leave, so that, you know. <laughs> it was a I good time, though. Um, it's okay. I, I think the good method was good. Talk crap about your draft picks after you left. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mackenzie, when know. you left, was Jordan still in good shape or bad shape? At that <laughs> I point? think we were, we were in the we were in the mediocre stages at that point. Oh, no, I was in bad shape from like before <laughs> I even got a pick. Honestly, I don't even think I even saw you. I think you were just gone somewhere. Yeah, I, I kind of go hiding. phantom sometimes. Yeah. Um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna do our best to not drag the podcast along. Let's just jump into um, just the draft. You know, I, I don't really have a too much of a plan for this. Um, we can just kind of shoot the breeze about things, but I figured we could go through and really just just you know analyze everyone's picks um you know starting from from round one to round 10 especially round 10 um and uh yeah so i mean i've got i've got the uh draft board pulled up here picture we took from our live draft and you know starting things off with antoine's team um you know i really (laughs) i really want to hate antoine's team and i really want to find something wrong with it to talk about but Honestly, he's pretty uh, pretty stacked there. Yeah, I, I mean, what do you guys think he's got can't going go on? wrong with Kronk and Le'Veon Bell, and uh, even you know Newton's good QB to have. That's a good round to take him in. Des Bryant, he's not officially with anybody yet, is he? No. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. No. What round did he take Des in? Uh, ninth. Des. Des went ninth. Yep. Okay, so he kind of took him as a later round flyer. Sure, sure. I'm not. I have a few stats pulled up, but uh, I don't know what his average draft position is. Um, yeah, I feel like that's a good place for him to go, but with him not being on a team, though, I don't know. Yeah, um, I'm sure he'll he'll wind up somewhere. He's gonna play. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that this is this is a problem with when we drafted. Is we drafted one week into the preseason. And so it was pretty. I mean, it was. I I really thought he was going to Cleveland. Um, that's what it certainly after, looked like, at least by Hard Knocks. It's like okay. Well, that's and what. Then even, they're like, and eh, no, we're not. No, we're not. We're not going down well, that route. That's what turned me off was Hard Knocks because um, they. I don't know. I mean, he showed up and they hyped it up, and you know, Hugh Jackson um, 
hyped him up being there, and then they just left, and then nothing ever came from it. And they had, you know, they didn't offer him a lot of money, and they already have, you know, if if uh, Josh Gordon's back, and they have bless him, then bless <laughs> him. <laughs> Then uh, I think you just muddied up the uh, wide receiving core. I mean, really, I mean they've got some good people there. Josh Gordon is, you know, it, when he's on the field and he's not, you know, doing whatever he does, he's a beast. Jarvis Landry, I mean, I mean, I, I think he could be really effective. I think now, Des would have just kind of muddied it up. The episode with Des Bryant coming to the facility wasn't even that came out after our draft to begin with. Um, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying is that is at the time of the draft, like right. I was into yeah, yeah, Des yeah. Bryant. But they but, also, um, Baker Mayfield, you know, tweeted the other day, he said out here passing the ball with, uh, or no, someone tweeted Baker's out yeah. here passing the ball with uh, Des Bryant. And that was like last Thursday or oh, something. Oh, no, that was with a trash yeah. can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're just throwing it into a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, who, who knows? Surely, yeah. surely he'll end up um, somewhere, but. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm kind of indifferent towards Des. It seems like, like what round did he go in last year? Was it three or four? Pretty high. Yeah, he had to have gone early. He and was... you know, I I just feel like you could have got value from someone that went a lot later. Because I me, mean, if you look down, I think he only had what five or six touchdowns on the year. Other uh, than yeah. that, I don't think he did a, a whole lot. Granted, Dallas was in kind of a funk last year, but I think. You could have got somebody, you know, six, six, much, much worthier, like Kenny Stills, almost. And I, I know, I know year, I'm, yeah. that's not a stab towards Dez or the Cowboys, but I mean, I don't know. Hey, on this podcast, we take stabs at the Cowboys whenever we can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, right yeah, um, that's why. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and, and my there, stats so could be cares. completely north or south. So, if somebody wants to fact check me, cool. Yeah, you're you right on the touchdown or the, yeah the touchdown count, but you know, it's it's kind of like you, first of all when you're drafting you have no idea how these players are going to do right, that right. year, and then the next year you you want to look at prior years you know as a indicator of how they're going to do, but at the same time with a player like Des or players that are usually really good they might just have an off year, and so you kind of you don't want to put too much stock in there unless they're just getting up there in age. That's um, true. That's true. Then on the other hand, you do kind of want to keep an eye on how they do in prior years because that could be very telling of how they'll do going forward. So anyway, no, I mean back to the main topic. Ninth, ninth picks. Yeah, that's pretty good. No, pretty no, good I think that's one. perfectly. I mean, that's a good dart throw because if he comes somewhere and you know, and they're talking about him going to uh, Jacksonville now, with Marquise Lee out after the year. That's that would be good. See, that's that could a better, be a good fit. And then, you know, that's if, a better if he grabbed him in the ninth round, I mean, that could be that could be huge. Yeah, uh, see, Cleveland. I don't know. I it's the it's the hard knocks bias, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I know. Um, yeah, you, you, you really good, man. I, yeah. I do too. <laughs> it happens. Every I never year. thought I'd say that, but I mean, they're not going to be great. I think that they're going to be, you know, they'll, they'll win. I bet they win four games this year. I'm saying six. Yeah, I'm going on the upper there. I think middle of the road, but I think I think they'll do six. I mean, they're not playoff bound by any means but i think they'll five six we're not even going to reach jeff fisher eight and eight territory <laughs> <laughs> no who's jeff um, fisher <laughs> i don't know fisher was with the um, rams and the he was somewhere fishing in montana or something um but yeah the the browns do have me on that bias though I, i'd feel like her hard knocks does that uh i think they're going to be okay for fantasy um interested to see what baker mayfield does but I, 
don't even know how to say his name anymore. Tyrod, Tyrod. Yeah, Tyrod. It's apparently <laughs> that can't even be right. That didn't look right. Tyrod. I, I I don't know if I can. Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor. But you know, um, I mean, Tyrod. I, I kind of like Tyrod, Tyrod, whoever that guy is. Tyrod. <laughs> Last year when I had Aaron Rodgers and he went out, I picked Tyrod up. He's Tyrod. always going to be Tyrod in my mind. Sorry. He's a great quarterback. And he was he was He's a good leader too, from what yeah. we've seen. Anyway. And you got to think, guy. who did he have to throw to at the Bills? Sammy Watkins for a little bit when he was there. Zay yeah. Jones, who had some kind of crazy episode in the hotel room. It's bad Kevin when Benjamin their best for a couple receiver weeks. Is, uh, is Charles Clay. And he's the Yeah, tight end. I mean, and he's not even healthy half the time. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he still put pretty solid, pretty solid numbers. So, I mean, I think he's definitely got a good potential. Which I'm sure we'll get to this a little bit later. I think this is going to be a big talking point. But whose team did he end up on? Tyler? Oh, is he is he available? Tyrod? No, he's not available. Somebody picked him up. Uh-oh. Which player are you talking about here? Tyrod Taylor. Do you uh, know whose team he fell to? Oh, yeah. I saw we'll that talk earlier. about it more in depth. But yeah, He was a free agent pickup by the old K. Sully, which, yeah, we'll get into. Yeah, I think track. that K. Sully picked him up. Yeah. Along with so, but yeah. other tight end in the league. <laughs> Back to Antoine's team. Um, solid team, but, I mean, that's what happens when you have a little bit of intelligence and you get to draft first. So usually your team ends up ends up pretty well. Robert Woods, I feel like, uh, you know, was a, I don't know. I like Robert Woods. It's a good value pick. I mean, is it though? It's. I, think, I mean, I feel like he could have gone a little bit later. Yeah, I do. What round agree was that? With that? He picked him a little early. Uh, Robert Woods went seventh round. Seven. Yeah. yeah that's, Excuse me, I don't, I I don't have the uh, the pick the pick in front of me. Um, I don't know. Jordan, you had Bobby Woods last year. What do you think? Bobby Did I? Woods. I don't even remember. I uh, think he, he was pretty good for you. I want to <laughs> say he had some monster games. Yeah, uh, no. I have, I'm terrible at remembering players from my previous years, except for like my big ones. Let me see if I can pull this up, though. I want to say he had some 20 points. He did, like, yeah, he did. Uh, I think Robert, Woods, it's probably, Robert it's, Woods was great. Probably when I wasn't starting it, though, because I seem to remember that happening on, on a few occasions. I think with um, him, you got a pretty safe floor. Um, you know, I don't think he's going to be a guy who's going to just blow it up for you week in and week out, but no, he's going to be no. a guy who's going to, in a standard scoring league, get you maybe six points a game or something yeah, like that. And, he'll, and he'll have, he has touchdown potential, too. I mean, he can, right. he can make that happen. And he plays for a team that offensively is very explosive. So, I mean, there's all, that's a lot of upside there. Yeah, I, I think the Rams are, are pretty dangerous this year. I, I think they've got, finally got figured out with Jared Goff. He's got some really good weapons. And, yeah, yeah. Bobby Woods is right there in the middle of it. So yeah, It's going to be great. All right, well, let's not spend too much time on the guy that drafted first because um, that's not any fun. So let's move on to the second team, the second the second pick, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers or <laughs> – <laughs> Logan Wells' entire team. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many uh, Steelers he has. I'm going to count here. Let's see. It's, uh, I see lots of black and gold. Looks like on he has the, five. Uh, see, most of those picks came at the bottom of his draft. So you wonder yeah. if by the time he got drunk, he just started just in the hell with it. Right? <laughs> you don't you just wonder. Saw and went I think I did the same thing with the Redskins. God yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I don't know, man. He, I mean, his top half looks okay, though. I mean, you, you it's got not, it's Marvin Jones. Um, questionable, right there, for sure. I don't know about that. There, looking at this, I just feel like there's some other guys you could have taken. Um, a lot of other 
wide receivers out there or, you know, maybe two of the tight ends that Colton took. But <laughs> hey, he didn't give us the chance, all right? Colton didn't give anybody <laughs> the chance to take anybody. I do like yeah. the uh, Smith-Schuster on this – was that the sixth round, fifth round? Fifth round. See, yeah. I don't. That's See, I, I, I liked him, man. I mean, he was I, – I like him, but that's too early. Like, I don't think that – I mean, I don't know. I want to. I want to say he might be a bust, but uh, I'll, dude. I love Juju. I think he's hilarious. Um, I think he's a great player, but um, I don't know. I mean, unless Antonio Brown is, I mean, they're going to give him the ball. So oh, definitely, definitely. It's just, I don't know. It's just kind of a toss up on, you know, Juju at round five. You know, when they're other guys, if there's ever some a... other good running backs you could take other than. Other than Juju there. Yeah, but if there was ever a wide receiver to handcuff, Juju would definitely be. <laughs> yeah, if you, yeah, if you uh, want to do that. I've never heard of wide, then, uh, handcuffing wide receivers, but you definitely got it there. I, that's Dude, that's what it is. That's great. But if you want to handcuff in the fifth round, then <laughs> hey. whatever. Hey, uh, rest in peace, Marquise Lee. Sorry. Sorry, Logan. Looks like he's out. Oh, I didn't notice that. You're right. Yep. That sucks. Yeah. But he took him a little later, though, so it's not, you know, he didn't take him, like, the fifth or sixth round, so. That was a later round flyer. Tenth round? Yeah. Still, though, it's just a, it's a zero pick. And then, oh, uh, Big Ben. Thirteenth uh. <laughs> round, though. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's pretty late for a QB in Roethlisberger. Yeah. He, he can be one of the elite, you know, top quarterbacks. Oh, he's definitely got potential when he's at home. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah. When he's not That's Heinz a Heinz Field, you never know what the hell you're going to get. I mean, he's just, he's just one of those. Yeah. Um, when he's at home, he's incredible. Like, puts up huge games. But then when he's not at home, he's not a dud. You know, he's right, not great, right. But he's, uh, he can still be consistent. So... All right, well, let's uh, let's talk about Austin's team, since. <laughs> All right, Austin, <laughs> since what do you got, think, man? Since you think yeah, I want to I want to know your your. You uh, know, when I started drafting, I was like, okay, this is going all right, and then I looked up and we're in the, we're in what this. Let me check and take a look. Here. We're in the seventh round, and I've got two receivers, but one of them missed all last year, and the other one is Jarvis Landry, so. I don't know. I'm not not really, you know, over the moon about my team here. Uh, I went running back heavy at the beginning, and then I kind of tried to snag some receivers at the end, who I think I dropped most of them to the waiver. When, yeah, thanks for uh, uh, Jameson Crowder. Yeah. I, hope I saw you, it, and I was like, no, there's no I way. I hope he treats you well in there. Um, but I think my no. team's pretty average. I think, you know, I've – Looking at Colton's team, I don't think I'm any worse than his. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll say I'll say this about your team: you have a fun team. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if it's a good team, right. but it's <laughs> it's a team that I look at and I'm like, man, that's just a lot of like a lot of potential breakouts, a lot of uh, right. guys that you got to be willing to take a chance on. That could be. I mean, you could have a great. Could be rewarding, could be bad. You know, I think McKenzie's still a little salty at old David Johnson. (laughs) I I, I smell a little salt in the air. A little bit. I wasn't going to take him this year because I didn't want him to die. (laughs) That's true. See, at number three, the more I look at it, I wasn't 
I'm not in love with David Johnson. Like, when I look at it now, I probably, if I could do a redraft, would have taken Ezekiel Elliott. I, I think if I was at, that, I, but realistically, I like if David I was at three, three though. if I was at three, I would have taken David Johnson. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but if I, you know, he wouldn't have been my number one pick for sure. Right. When you think yeah. of the Cardinals, you think of David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald. Right. And they're they've yeah. been talking about. And I've seen them go back and forth that they're going to get a fullback in the lineup to kind of protect David I Johnson know. from not taking as much heat. That's not even a thing anymore. Yeah, like, so they're kind of going old school. You know, it's kind of like, um, you know, kind of who, who am I thinking of? Hold on a second. Seattle did that a lot. Yeah, and so I mean, yeah, Seattle did that for a little while. Uh, even like the '85 Bears, they did that with Walter Payton and Matt Suey. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just dynamic. So I, I mean, he he's a beast, man. If, if he can stay healthy, if he stays he can healthy, man, that's what catch out of the backfield. I like him at three. I think yeah. he did really good. Austin, I do want to know your thoughts though on Royce Freeman. Me and, too. Uh, kind of. So I reached for him a little bit. Did y'all see that? I mean, yeah, he uh, <laughs> average draft um, is fifth round, and uh, you took him in the third. So I uh, now Royce Royce was taken fifth. Wait, no, no. Yeah, Royce is really? fifth. McCaffrey is third. It felt like a reach when I actually oh, okay. took him there, um, but I didn't think he would come back around to me, and I was at a point where I was really kind of wanting to stack running backs. So I hope he's good. I mean, you never know what you're going to get out of a rookie, but his first few preseason games have been pretty promising. If yeah. Vance Joseph is, you know, if he is willing to start a rookie as opposed to Devontae Booker, which surely – um, yeah, yeah. Booker see. is uh, less than impressive, so I, I definitely yeah. think there's room for yeah for rookies to take it. He has potential, and um, I don't know. I really just don't see what's so special about him, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of hype. I mean, he's a, he looks like a. I mean, he's probably an average running back, but I don't see what the hype is. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many rookies, you know, that everyone is just so pumped about and he's one right. of them and I just don't and I think and I think it might be more not in my confidence in Royce Freeman but just in my confidence in Denver in general as a whole yeah um, that's true they, they've been so, shaky since the Super Bowl yeah well I think it's just I think people have hyped up some of these like rookie running backs because the past two years I mean they've just been full of studs yeah absolutely I mean, it was you know Ezekiel Elliott you know busted out Leonard Fournette busted out Dalvin Cook blew up I mean all these rookie guys just took over now, anybody smells a rookie in the first round, they want him. <laughs> yeah, true. And, you know, yeah. and on, on the other hand, wide receivers have been a bust. Ever since, yeah. you know, OBJ in that class, you know, kind of took over. First round first round wide receivers have not been good. Like yeah. Corey Coleman taking the first round. Look at what he's done. <laughs> Where's he at now? Uh, Bills, Buffalo. where people go oh, to yeah. die. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's one. Literally, Zay uh, Jones almost died. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, uh, like look, looking at Austin's team, I mean, it's it. You don't want to like him, but it, it's good. I Just see. Because, I d- yeah. I do. It's uh, you know, and you jacked my tight end from me. You know, I made sure. I granted you got Aaron Rodgers, so looking at it, I don't think you would have taken Mahomes, but I really wanted Mahomes no. this year. Well, if I so that he was definitely in my you know very very late round typical how I would draft a team. Yeah. Um, you know, I was going to go for him or, you know, or I don't know, or Stafford, you know, or someone like that. Um, 
but yeah, that I'll get to why I made that decision later. But um, yeah, Trey Burton, I just didn't, I don't know. I just didn't think that I didn't hear many people around the, you know, around the table there talking a lot about him. I figured he would kind of go under the radar and I could just snag him later on and you just <laughs> rocked <laughs> my happened? world with that. Hey, that, former Eagle, man. Former Eagle. <laughs> I was uh, very upset. So Yeah, it the the only question mark I have is Jamal Williams. Yeah, I reached. Was it a little bit of a reach? Too. It's just a I mean that they just have a that's a mess of a backfield. Yes. So yep. And I can't say anything. But, uh, if you I look mean, at my half my team, it's a mess. But I mean, he's the. I mean, is Jamal number one right now? Is he the? Is he the guy at the I moment? Think for the moment, um, with Aaron Jones coming back, that makes it iffy. I feel like um, Ty Montgomery has kind of been phased out there. Yeah, um, and I think so, he's injured. If I'm not correct, Ty Montgomery. Yeah, he he had an ankle, or let me look. Something Jamal Williams recently. had a little ankle injury. Um, but he's back to being a full participant. Um, but Aaron Jones is a guy who, when he comes back after week two, I'm a little worried about. Yeah, that's going to be a tricky. But maybe, I mean, maybe Jamal Williams will just, you know, do amazing. And then whenever right. they're like, well, you got to, you know, Aaron I Jones is going to so. have to earn it. So Maybe Aaron Jones will smoke a little more weed. I don't know. <laughs> hey, let's, let's hope not. He's, he's on my team, so let's hope he stays clean. Josh Gordon yeah. style. You're definitely – Definitely running back heavy. You know, you've got a yeah. lot. Oh, yeah. uh, always, always. I like the I mean, handcuff with know. Coleman later on. I mean, see, I was who are you confident? Surprised. Who are you confident at wide receiver? Golly, that's a mess. My receiver in court. Kenny is a Galladay. Mess, man. I like I Kenny Galladay, but see, Galladay. They said uh, I've been reading up on him, and they said that in two wide receiver sets, he's actually been playing a lot um as the second receiver over golden tate so he's he's great man um the potential yeah. is there for sure you uh well, and, you uh, got and him the Lions like value. to throw it too yeah they do yeah for sure definitely pass heavy um all right so then we had chances team new rookie rookie member of the league well done he is, um, he is. yeah he did pretty good he uh you know he's got a pretty solid team um, and the entire Broncos receiving core, but yeah, but, he did, uh, he, he did. And then he, but you know, confidence was high, and then he picks up two kickers. For, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I saw that. Let's see, who did he get? Gustowski uh, and Lutz. Yep. But you know, given ch- uh, chance, uh, I don't think he watches much football at all, and so he was yeah. kind of the later guy coming into the league. And with the, uh, I know how that is, you know, it, it's kind of a, you You've don't know who's there. good, who's not. <laughs> so I, um, I think he did pretty yeah. well considering. It's, uh, I mean, you might as well just cut one of your roster spots if you're gonna have two kickers. <laughs> yeah. But I've complained about kickers before. I don't, I just don't think that they're worth our time. We just need to. We should end kickers. When I win this year, next year, I'm just going to drop the kicker totally, and There's we're no just not going to have a kicker. What about defenses? Oh, defenses, defense is fine. But I somewhat. So here's here's my thing though: a is kicker that kicker like, is more valuable <laughs> than a defense? So no, you're right. But that's the freaking problem: is that a kicker is more valuable than other players? How? What type of analysis do you have to? He sounded like Skip to pick a kicker. <laughs> what was your question? What like how much thought do you actually have to put into whenever you pick your kicker? Uh, it's whoever first. It's who's ever first on the list. Right. That's it. 
Exactly. You no, know, I want to so find an NFL after, analyst that after, is specific to kickers only. <laughs> and you don't have to put any thought in the defense either. You can go the whole draft without picking a defense and be fine. No, you don't. If you don't put thought in the defense, you're going to lose. If you you can go easily not putting thought into a kicker and pick the first one every time and you'll be good to go. Pick the first defense every time and I mean if it's not a good matchup then, you know, either way. Well, so. I mean, I'm just saying top three kickers add a lot more value than defenses and most tight ends and some receivers that people have on their team. You know, you are 100 percent right. And that's why I'm complaining, because I don't think because that, it's so random, because it's because it's so random and you just pick them okay. up. Like, what do you what else do you have to do other than look at the name, look at their projected total? And now you're on your their team and they might get you 20 points. OK, so I'm looking at Greg Zerline last year, 180 points. That's, That's ridiculous. Yeah, he's okay, on my so Let's awesome. go to another yep. kicker. But, who, let's, let's hey, what did Goskowski have? Because I actually had both of them on my team last year. I pulled a chance. Goskowski. <laughs> he had 169. So they're they're both in the same ballpark. I I think uh, Zerline just had bigger games. Because of yeah. potent offenses. I mean, when you look at right. it, you target teams that can score um, frequently. So. Yeah, you either and then you get like, like you middle of the road guys like Prater who got 146. Yeah. So I mean, teams that suck in the red zone. All right. I don't know, but that's just that's a personal. Well, it seems like when if McKenzie wins the league, I'll be making a league exit. Uh, like <laughs> <laughs> you and uh, Matt Bryant. Yeah. If you need a, if that if that's what's carrying your team and you need a kicker to to win you the league. Then you can take your exit. <laughs> well, I'll tell you a story. This came. I will from two take years a win ago. with a kicker than a loss without one for sure. Absolutely. This, this, but this was saying... from two years ago. I was on the brink of a playoff spot, and uh, Colton Sullivan. He was the only thing standing in my way, and it looked like a smooth walk into the playoffs. And I was like, the only thing is Adam Vinatieri does not need to score 15 points. He scored 15 points on the nose and locked me out of the playoffs because of Adam <laughs> Vinatieri, the guy that's been playing since they had leather helmets. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, see, I, I mean, that's, I've got a little bit of a vendetta against kickers as well. But, and that's what I mean, I'm saying is that it's I, I'm not saying that kickers are not valuable. I think that I'm just I just don't like them because it takes zero intelligence to to pick a kicker that's going to get you a lot of points. That's the end of that discussion. <laughs> All right, next team. we got to get the um, So, yeah. So, But Chance, Chance did have a good team. Um, gave, gave Jordan the knife to the heart with stealing Tom Brady. It did. I'm sure. But. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I that think is you really sunk weird. to the ground in agony. <laughs> I did. I dropped to my knees and shouted no. Uh, because at that point, you know, last, last episode or podcast episode, you know, I did say I probably wasn't going to take Tom Brady. But then I was telling myself, you know, if I get down to the sixth, seventh round and he's still there, I'm going to take him because I was happy with my running backs and receivers I had. So my next pickup is usually – I usually take a QB before a tight end unless, you know, one of the higher-end tight ends is up there still. Um, I was like, okay, I think, you know, it's a good time. You know, most people in this league have not historically taken Tom Brady, obviously mainly because I usually grab him first. And then here comes Chance. And I knew as soon as he said – I can't say what he said, but he, he – he said something kind of epic, I remember. He said, F it. And then he walked up there. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Maybe that I was know it. What it. I don't know why I knew, but I knew. And um, But, I, I mean, it's okay. I, I got a solid QB, so I'm not Well, you, you never know. It. I mean, like, Tom Brady has been a solid pick for you for years. Is this the year that he's not a solid pick? It could be. I mean, we could I be each other. I think he's him. definitely he's on the, the, the He's on the uh, brink, I think, of at least. 
I saw a picture Either. of him not too long ago, and this doesn't mean anything, but I mean that dude was looking, whew, straight up dad bod. <laughs> yeah, so it's got to be with the, with that plant based diet. He's still got to. Yeah, I was like, you know, this guy watches everything not, he eats. Are you he's sure? Not toned up. He's never really been toned up at all. I mean, yeah. there's several quarterbacks that are kind of dad. I mean, look at Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Big Ben. I mean, he yeah. likes he likes some burgers. He likes God knows what, but you know, <laughs> point taken, point taken. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, no, um, it, it hurt. But, but yeah, Chance's team. Um, you know, he he also wasn't afraid to take a tight end early with uh, Zach Ertz in the fourth. It's a good pick. And then then he scooped up Jack O'Doyle's late <laughs> he did, in the. He, uh, uh, you know, I think all around, given, I mean, I think he did a pretty good job. I like Andrew Luck late, too. Because I think a lot of people wrote him off. Yeah, I tried that last year, and then he <laughs> just That's true. pooped That's my true. whole team. I did see where he has some kind of injury now, so I'm just like, oh, God, is he going to be out an entire year again? If he's back, he'll, he'll be solid, for sure, if he's 100%. Oh, yeah. T.Y. is going to be a thing again. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Um. Next up was uh, Jay Clark. You know, Jordan's sticking to his guns with Melvin Gordon. Is uh, how many teams in a row? How many years in a row has he been on your team? I think this is three. This is my third year. Yeah, first Man, year, trusty I, Melvin. First year, I didn't draft him. That's when I drafted Gurley, um, and he was a bust. So I traded him, and uh, traded with Parker for somebody, and I traded that person to Forrest for Melvin Gordon, um, and he he was turned my team around. Start started out zero and four. And once I got Melvin Gordon on my team, I like almost won out the rest of the season. I think I lost one or two other games and made it to the playoffs. Um, last year, the rest of my team really sucked. I think he was probably one of the top players I had. And so, you know, he was, yeah, I liked that pick. I liked taking him first. I'm pretty happy with most of my picks up through the breeze, really. I mean, everybody after that, it's kind of just like, you know, picked. Based, basically, is a great pick. Basically, sure. based on average draft position, I was just looking at what positions I needed and who was left. Um, after that, so you know, I'm, I do I have feel, one question. Yeah. So uh, the Raiders defense. Yeah, I picked them up and I, then I dropped them. I don't have them anymore. <laughs> I, okay. That, I mean, that was you know, fifteenth round, probably like seven or eight beers in. I okay. Just, okay. I remember the Raiders defense being good and a distant memory, and so I picked them up and then I saw what they were projected and I was like, nope. <laughs> he said, nope. Dropped them. So yeah. Defense, I didn't really care about. I was just trying to get – you don't even really need one on the board, but I was just trying to round my team out there. Same thing with – I need to get rid of Dorsett, too. I don't think he's going to do much. Um, I think uh, Dorsett is on the Jags now. Is that right? No, he's with uh, – unless he's been traded in the last few weeks. He was with the Patriots. Yeah, let me do a little fact check in here. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, but, yeah, I like uh, Hopkins Yeah, for sure. He's going to have a monster year, you know, with everybody – Healthy over there. Yeah, Alex um, Collins right there too. Yeah, yeah, I hope yeah he that was good. Great. I like Green. I mean, Cooks. He, I don't, I don't know how he'll do there, but he did good with Patriots and obviously with the Saints before that. So hopefully he's just a good skill receiver that hopefully can transition to any mm-hmm. team successfully. Um, yeah, I think that uh, they've, uh, <clears throat> you know, they paid for him, so they're going to use him. Yeah. Um. So uh, he he'll be a good good asset there, and then you. Um, Cooper Cup too. You know he's a uh, he's. Uh, I, I really wanted him. I wanted him late, but uh, you took him pretty late. That's yeah. that's a pretty good, um, pretty good spot for him to go at nine. I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a, he'll be a good 
I think you know, I really think the best pick though in my entire draft was probably Matt Bryant. Uh, Matt Bryant could be kicker because. You know, you just gotta Dude, love those. Brian like, Matt Bryant, I think he's another third round. or fourth year guy on your team. He's also right? been on your team for several years. He has yeah. been. I, I've always either had him in recent years or Gustkowski. And I mean, yeah, I mean, Austin took the first kicker, I believe. Austin did, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, three kickers yeah. back to back yeah. right there. And so, like I said, I mean, I know you're totally against it, but I want to get one of the top three kickers because I'm right there with you. They're just going to provide so, so many points. I think you're missing what I'm saying. No, I get what you're saying, <laughs> but you don't care about picking kickers. I I want to try to get one of the top ones. If I'm going to have a kicker, okay. I, I want the best. Good one. point. Good you point. Know. Your no, kicker I'm... is better than my kicker. That's I I agree with that. Your but I'm not wasting ass. my pick on a kicker <laughs> when I could get a valuable player. Um, you know that could be I don't know and a I wide that. receiver. I get or that back. too. But there are those certain kickers that are more valuable than the other valuable. Play. It's yeah, like a you're absolutely you know, right. If you don't get those top three, then yeah, you might as well wait until yeah fifteenth, sixteenth round. Um, but since it's the just, since they were starting to go, I was like, all right, I'm just going to go ahead and snag yeah. snag a I do like uh, and I'm really curious. I don't really know a lot about him. Is Carry uh, On Johnson? That was my boy. You know, um, I, you know what I like about Carry On Johnson? He's pretty much just uh, picked for the name, so I can have Carry On. My <laughs> he has a very good, uh, very <laughs> no. good name value. I like no. that. Yeah. No, I, I like see. He he's my favorite rookie. Um, I talked about him on the last show. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think he has a lot of potential, but that backfield man it's is head, just it's stacked. That's the yeah, downside. It's uh, I probably would have taken him pretty late if uh, you hadn't have gotten him just because just because I like him. But you know he would be one that would just sit. Like I probably wouldn't start him at all um, if he was on my team because I mean who who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Um, well, the Lions can never run the ball. Amir Abdullah has just been like ugh, disappointment after year. And now they got yeah, Blunt, who's run heavy pretty much offense. the goal line running back. And, right. Uh, Theo Riddick, you know, he's he's a pretty good passing back. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. He may just be a bench rider all year, but you never know. So, I don't know. That's not one I'm like, oh, man, I just had to have him. But that's you, you those, took him to the right spot. That's one of you those did, I was yeah. looking at my – who I had you know, position-wise, and I was looking at people with their average draft positions, and he fell around the fifth, sixth, seventh round. So I figured to go ahead and snag him up while he was there, and I, you know, do like the name. So overall, I like it, man. AJ Green, you know, people will talk about bad about the Bengals all day long, but I mean, he can have some monster games for you. He has good fantasy potential. Absolutely, you know? Hopkins. Um, it doesn't matter who's throwing the ball; he's yeah. going to get it. Melvin Gordon. I mean. You, you know, you, you talk about yourself. I mean, he's just a stud, no matter who's who's out there. Yeah, yeah. You got a good good tight end mid mid draft with Delaney Walker. Definitely, yeah, that's uh, sure. that's good. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm overall pretty pretty happy. We'll see. I just need a better season than last year. Man, last year was rough. But <laughs> well, Jordan, yeah. at, at one point in time, I really needed you to come through for me and win a game against Forest. I think so. At, at the at the end of the year. I think there was about four or five guys, it seemed like, that were bottlenecked for the, the fourth seed of the playoffs. Is that right? That happens every year. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, it, a weird combination like of scenarios needed to take place for me to get in. And for one, it was Jordan needed to beat Forrest. And at one point in time, you had Jalen Richard <laughs> in your lineup, which is like the third or fourth running back in the Raiders. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't Jordan know anybody else but Jalen Richard, and he fumbled three times in that <laughs> yeah. game. 
So it looks like you've done a, a much better job this year. <laughs> Man, I appreciate last that. Year, I've just blocked so much of that out of my. Cause, I don't know. I pretty much fell off the map with fantasy last year. I didn't even. I was like the Parker Hancock of the league last year. Seemed like. No. Rest in peace. Uh, no. We, <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace. Well, you didn't get the diggy, so <laughs> that's the. Uh, that's I, you know technically you probably should have because you got a one. You got to win. The person who did get the diggy, he won two games, and both of those were against me. And so I'm, I'm like the only person who lost to the guy with the diggy. So it seems like maybe it's a I, fluke. <laughs> yeah, we need a we need a re diggy bowl. Yeah, let's do it over from oh last year. God. All right, J Bell. So starting it off with Leonard Fournette. You know that's a. You know what made you pick him over? You know, early uh, too. Yeah. Well, you know, like Fournette was one of those guys I really liked last year, and with the Jags, I mean. The, the Jags for the past two or three years were horrible. They could not do anything. And so I know they're going to funnel the offense through Fournette. It really impressed me. He's extremely fast for as big as he is. And I knew that, that's what was going to change this year. So I was like, you know, I really want him on my team. And so that's why I opted to yeah. go a little bit later. Because I knew he was not going to go in the first five picks. I mean, if you want him and you believe in him, then... Sure. And he, I, I don't think he was going to stick around for the second round too long. Oh, no way. No, and so I was like, you know, I'm just going to go get uh, a little bit later of a spot and take him. And so we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, it could be a David Johnson situation for me. Where, you you know, I don't know, man. He's. I feel like he'll be pretty pretty consistent. I don't know if he's going to have monster weeks, but I think that he'll be a uh, – he'll have a few, but I wouldn't count on that. He's, he'll be a really good – you know, it's a good first pick for sure. Crazy thing about Fournette, they said I was listening to something and they talked about fastest guy with the ball all last year. You know, you're thinking like Tyreek Hill, guys who are just speedsters. Marquise Goodwin. Marquise Goodwin. You know, Leonard Fournette was the fastest player with the ball last year, registering like the top two fastest times. And as big as he is, that's crazy. Yeah. And he could catch too. That's one thing I really liked about him. He wasn't just one dimensional. You know, like power back through the middle. I mean, he could catch out of the backfield as well. So that kind of went into it. Um, and there's a lot of guys I, I liked as well in the first round, but he was kind of, that's who I was kind of eyeing. Yeah. And then went, you know, you got Keenan Allen, which, uh, you know, it's a good, he's a good consistent wide receiver. And then Shady. How do you think Shady, Shady is going to uh, that, That's still a big question mark for me, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I really <laughs> wanted Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> That was who I was going with in the third round. Then uh, Awesome snuck him from me. And then um, after that, I was thinking about um, Joe Mixon, but the same bye week. I was like, Ugh. And so, you know, Shady's always been really consistent in the past, even when the Bills have not been. Right. And so I took a little bit of gamble with him. I know uh, he's, he's turning 30 this year, aging running back, poor offense. He's got all the legal stuff going on, but you know, I figured I'd take a roll of the dice with him. I'm glad that you took him because I didn't really want to take him. <laughs> but he's like he's there. Yeah, when he's yeah. there, it's kind of you know. It's, it's uh, hard. so I'm glad that you you decided that for me. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Um, do you have a uh, Jordy Nelson though? And, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I like I like Jordy. See, I, I think that uh, I think that Jordy Nelson might bust with the Raiders. And that's very possible. You know, that's why I took him a little bit later. Um, you know, I, I got two at least pretty solid wide receivers. It's one of those things. It's I would like to see Jordy Nelson do really well with Derek Carr. 
but as much as you want to play it all day long, he's no Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's, for sure. I mean, he's and Jordy's getting old. He is. I mean, and he could be completely erased or you know have a completely bust season. But I, I figured he's worth the he's worth the flyer. Yeah, yeah. It's not a not a bad spot for him. I just don't. Uh... And I, I I did a lot of those guys too. I you know like Marlon Mack still got a big question mark with his injury and that money backfield coming on. Yeah, he's got potential too. Yeah, uh, Rob Kelly, uh, rest in peace. That Rob. <laughs> thanks a lot, Adrian Peterson. Yeah, that. Uh, I Appreciate mean, he's that. gonna. Rob Kelly's still gonna get the ball. Um, Adrian right. Peterson is. He's probably just gonna be third down. You know, goal he, line. Time. Peterson looked really good in the preseason. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, preseason game, I'm indifferent but. towards Peterson, man. I mean, like in the Saints, that was like no one benefited from that. Right. It seems like when AP left the Honestly Saints, honestly forgot he was they blossomed. <laughs> like they're like, okay, AP's gone. We're gonna give the ball to Ingram and then Camara. Yeah. yeah and then they just Kamara made it work. Emerged. It's almost like a forced thing, you know. If he's on the team, you've got to get him shots. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so, but he's kind of like that thirty-five-year-old guy hanging out with like college kids. It's like, yeah, dude, we know you can kick ass at beer pong and you can chug faster than anybody else. But I mean, you got to go home sometime. So, what type of dinosaur is Adrian Peterson? Is he like a? He's got a couple uh, metal appendages. He's kind of like a. <laughs> You know uh, that one Terminator when Arnold came back and he was still awesome, but so he was definitely <laughs> Yeah, he's still like that, but he, he just wasn't super effective. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, the Brontosaurus returns. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't know. Good luck. <laughs> With that, that was a surprise for sure. Um so my team was next, you know, I didn't have to take Shady, but, um, you know, I definitely did something that I talk a lot of crap about and usually don't ever do myself, um, and never thought that I would, which probably a lot of it had to do with the fact that I had to, uh, I was one of the last ones to, to find my number for this, uh, godforsaken draft. <laughs> How many beers did. did you have to drink before the draft? Uh, I was at six. <laughs> and so. Um, so that might have clouded my judgment a little bit, but um, I took a quarterback in the fourth round, which I really try not to do. But because um, I like, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer in you can get a great value quarterback off of waivers right now. Um, oh yeah, you don't have to sure. you don't have to draft one at all. Um, you know, you can pick one up after the draft, and uh, you know be good to go because quarterbacks are great you know there's a few duds but most of them are going to be put up consistent numbers and then you've got those elite guys you know they're far beyond the the other ones right and so that's just that's just my personal way of doing things and so i've never i don't know i didn't going into it, i didn't like my team at all man like i Kamara's all right like uh but i wanted um just you know security and i didn't yep. feel like i had a lot of security with Kamara and Hunt and McKinnon, you know, I wanted to go running back heavy. And so, um, picked the three best guys I saw up there at running back and then, um, wanted some security. So I went with my blanket security blanket, which was Aaron Rodgers, was the only one up there for <laughs> that, um, to give me that. But I, I mean, don't you know, know. That's not a bad round to take him in, honestly. No, yeah. I was going to try to get him. If he would have, somehow slid a little bit further. A few more picks, I was going to try to snag him. I mean, so. there, I mean, like, I figured he would go in the third round, but there's yeah. no way he's going to slip out of the fourth. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, no exactly. Way. 
And your team up top, though, with Kamara and Hunt is really oh, yeah. nice. I mean, for the first four weeks, I mean, it's going to be it's oh gonna be really gosh. hard. Between Kamara, Hunt, and Rodgers, you're going to – I feel like that's going to be very, very rewarding for you. Yeah, I'm definitely confident in wide receivers uh, – or uh, running backs, not wide receivers. Um, you know, wide receivers, I feel like, are, are pretty average. Um, I don't know that I could rate a lot of them over the others. You know, they're just going to be kind of whatever I think is best to just – Kind of throw them in there. Hey, what did didn't Jay Bell make one of your picks for you? By the way, I did. I did make a pick. A little <laughs> I premature. About that. <laughs> that was one of those. Honestly, though, like I, uh, like he walks up there and puts Kelvin Benjamin on on the thing, and I was like, I wasn't gonna take Kelvin Benjamin, but after that happened, the more I thought about it, I was like, I should probably take Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> I don't really like You're Kelvin welcome. Benjamin. You're welcome. Um, I've had he's he's a guy that I've had on my team for the probably the past three years, um, and has sat on my bench for the past three years because, <laughs> for good reason. I mean, he's there if I need him. Um, J Bell, we can work out a trade if you, if you okay. really Duly want. Duly noted. Um, but uh, yeah, I, you know, that uh, you did some Inception stuff for me. You know, like <laughs> playing Maybe at the I did. Maybe I did. Uh, uh, you know, and Calvin Benjamin. I mean, you think of the Bills, you think of Shady McCoy, and that's it. That's it, yeah. really. But, you know, Kelvin Benjamin, if they're going to throw to anybody, it's going to be him, right. really. But is he going to catch it? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, when his rookie year, him, by the way? <laughs> his rookie year, he had some really good numbers. And it, after that, it's been like injury, then he was it, – it's been cloudy. So, I mean, he's got the potential somewhere. Is it Buffalo? Who knows? So but, you know, yeah. where you took him, I mean, it's not a bad spot. No, not at all. I ended up dropping Tyler Lockett. Um, I like Tyler Lockett, but um, you know, wanted a little bit more depth at wide receiver than that. Uh, and then Austin just graciously, um, you know, threw over Jamison Crowder for me. The more so, I think threw about over that, Jamison Crowder, I'm like, storage, oh, why did I, do that? I mean, I don't know that he's he's like a Kelvin, another Kelvin Benjamin. You know, he's there if I need him. Yeah, but uh, I'm I mean, I'm starting four running backs. Right, of so, course. But, uh, definitely not taking a chance on some of those wide receivers I have. A big question. Uh, so Evan Ingram, is he not hurt? He's mad. He is He's currently concussed. concussed. Yeah. Oh, concussed. Okay, okay. See, I saw something. Uh, he was. I have confidence that he'll be in week one, but if not, I'm going to have to figure something out. Um, but, you know, a tight end position, I mean, it. you'll, you'll figure out something. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he he was definitely my number two pick for that for that uh for where I was wanting to take a tight end if I didn't get Trey Burton so I uh didn't have much of a problem with taking him there I, was, I just hope he's healthy. Had I not wrong. taken Trey Burton, I would have taken Evan Ingram. So we kind of yeah switched. <laughs> I mean, he had a really good year last year, even when the Giants were horrific. Evan Ingram, yeah, he's consistent. And that's what you need with a tight end. I mean, you want to. Yes. If, if my tight end can get me five points every week, then I'm happy. He's a freak um, athlete too, especially in the yeah. red zone, man. He's he's a dangerous asset in the red zone for sure. Yeah, I know. That's he's kind of like a Cameron Brait. Like Cameron Brait for the longest time was just yeah. giving really good numbers, and then it's it seemed at some point in the season, him and OJ Howard were like, "Here, you just take the baton and run with it," even when the Bucks were terrible. So I mean, if if you can get somebody like that consistently week in and week out. Go for it, man. Especially as lazy took him. Right. So, well, obviously you guys don't have a whole lot to say about my amazing team, so we're gonna move on. Um, but uh, to 
Who was next? Forrest? Forrest. Oh, Forrest went with the... He really, really took the plunge with Saquon. Saquon's going to be... I think he's going to be good. Oh, um, yeah. It's a... Uh, he's a... He's hamstring. A that, that's interesting, though. For a running back, that's a, that's a dangerous injury. For sure. Yeah, it's I a know. lingering one. Who's the, who's the number two there? I don't even... Oh, uh, it's not Gallman anymore because he left. No, Gallman's still there. I think. Is he still there? Okay. They maybe brought in Jonathan Gallman? Stewart, but I think Gallman actually they say fits the system a little better. So I don't know. Yeah. Dude, that's a sketchy situation. I yeah. Think, uh, I think Saquon is going to be the workhorse, or Saquon, however you say his name. Uh, yeah, I mean he's a he's freak. He's going to be the workhorse there. Uh, I mean we were talking about him this time last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like whenever he's mm-hmm. NFL, he's going to be a he's going to be first round. Forrest's team pretty, I mean, pretty solid. Uh, his is an, his is a team. I would compare like his team to yours. Like he's got a fun team. Yeah, he does. Um, I'm curious with Marshawn Lynch. What's he going to be this year? You know. See, uh, you know, last year the Raiders were in a big funk. I mean, they just they just were not effective on offense or defense. So I'm thinking this year they'll be better. But at the same time, they added Doug Martin. Yeah. And so who yeah, who knows what's going to happen as far as the backfield? That's true. Yeah, I forgot about that one. But he did handcuff him. So, props to him on that one. He got Carson yeah. Wentz. I'm pretty jealous. But then again, was gonna... you wonder when Carson Wentz is actually going to play. They I was going to ask you the same yeah. thing. Yeah. They say that Peterson is making his decision by Friday, but he's not going to make it known. And Nick Foles has looked atrocious this preseason. That looked terrible. Yeah. So That looked yeah. awful. Hmm. I don't know if, if they just weren't ready for that or the Browns are just that unstoppable. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's Or if that it's one. just a who, it's not who the latter knows. Two there. <laughs> uh, Michael Crabtree though, he's done. Um, I just, I think that the ball. I think Baltimore is where you go to die. I think so and too. I don't think that he's doing anything this year. You know, like Steve Smith when he went there. For a lot of people, they're like, "Oh God." Oh, God. I mean, it's granted, Steve he had Smith. some really good games. Yeah, but it's um, just he, it's that was two years ago. He helped me out quite a bit. You know, a guy that could, I feel like, somewhat resurrect Baltimore. Kind of like, he reminds me of Deshaun Watson, to a, or in a sense, uh, Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson is able mm-hmm. to get some playing time this year, if Flacco, you know, plays like Flacco has in the past few years, uh, and Lamar Jackson takes over, he could be exciting for that offense. Um, and, you know, like, I was watching some of the preseason, and uh, he was really exciting to watch, and he really clicked with Hayden Hurst. Tight yeah, end. yeah, and so, uh, but everybody's saying Flacco has come back. They're calling it the uh, Flaconestance. <laughs> so maybe you know he's not ready to give it up. That. But you know, but I'm with you, McKenzie. I, it's really hard to believe in any of these Ravens, other than um, Alex Collins. I mean, they're going to give him the yeah. ball, of course. Who's knows, who knows if he'll stay there? He'll fumble it, and they'll be like, "See ya." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harbaugh's weird about that, man. Yeah. One person uh, you can believe in in the Baltimore offense or special teams is their kicker, Justin Tucker. Yeah. He's going to ring it every single time. I love Justin Tucker. Man. Who happened to be number one at my pick, and I took. So oh, He also you. happens to be an incredible opera singer. You only yeah, oddly enough. Yeah, I guess I'll just have to, you know. About Justin Tucker jersey, I can see um, you. Uh, I can see you getting ready the pregame with a little Justin Tucker opera there. <laughs> oh God, no! Yeah, let's celebrate my kicker. Um, <laughs> all right, so Luke, man, Luke's team, um, wide receiver heavy. Are you wondering why you don't have any good wide receivers? <laughs> it's because Luke has all of them. They're there, all of them. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's Antonio Brown, o, OBJ, and T.Y. Hilton. Um, you know, if you're wondering how that happened, it's because the guy that had double picks after him picked two tight ends. Um, <laughs> you're also wondering how good Duke Johnson is going to be for Luke this year. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I, I, does he, he has Duke Johnson? He does. Yeah. I didn't yes, he does. That. Um, I mean, I, I mean, he's not going to be a, a powerhouse, but he could be, I mean, he could, he could throw up a few points. Um, if he, he's got enough of wide receivers though, that, um, yeah, he could, if that's right. a he team just get like, some whoever's a team like in. Luke's is, I mean, he needs those, you know, cheap running backs. It's probably all that he's going to get because he's so stacked it. I mean, you know, Antonio Brown, OBJ and T.Y. Hilton, they're going to get 10, 15 points a game. Um, and, see, I uh, think he may have a little bit of headache there. See, my yeah. question is, with the Giants and OBJ, with Saquon Barkley, Saquon, however you want to say him, is he going to take away from him? Or is it going to kind of be like a Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown situation where that's they both kind of complement each thinking. other? I, that's what I think is that it's going to help. I think they're going um, to complement each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then he's got, a, he's got Rashad Penny, which I know Seattle loves, um, you know, because they spend a lot to get him, but – uh, and he's hurt. Is he going to be out week one? See, I'm not sure. It's just like a I pinky. Mean, the, the Seattle backfield guy? is – seems like Izzy's been cursed since Beast Mode left. They have not been able to do anything on the ground. Yeah. Um, and then he's also – does he also have the backup for Seattle? He, he's got Chris Carson and Chris Penny. Carson. See, I think Carson may be starting actually. So a little interesting there. That's he a good, drafted man. Penny and handcuffed him with his starter. That's play. great. Oh, and he's got Theo Riddick. I didn't notice. Theo Riddick and Devontae Booker. So he's I mean, he's just got you know a couple of couple of little sprinkles in there for yeah. his uh <laughs> And he may be able to get by just fine. Yeah, I think so. I think he's gonna it's, be carried by that receiver. That's court. definitely um a very interesting. I'm definitely interested to see how his team does because of how different it is than just about everyone else's. Speaking yeah, he of definitely took a different, different approach. Though, can we segue into the next two? <laughs> yes. Um, so I do have I do have some stats pulled up for this conversation All right. that I would <laughs> like to got. address. Um, you know, the number ten pick of the draft, Colton Sullivan selects Devontae Adams. So we've <laughs> we've given him we've given him a lot of hate for for two tight ends. Um, which I, you know, I've talked about it in our group. Like I can almost kind of like kind of get behind that idea in a way. Um, but the Devonte Adams pick just, that just blows my mind. Totally. I don't understand. Um, here's some stats. So Julio Jones, 2017, 149 targets for 1,444 yards. Who was on the board, um, at Colton's pick? OBJ, um, you know, he was hurt in 2017, but 2016, 169 targets for 1,367 yards. Um, and even in 2017, he played four games and was still at 41 targets and 302 yards. And that's, you know, that's incredible. Um, and then Colton's second pick, Travis Kelsey, which I'm not going to give him hate for that because if, if Gronk is acceptable to take early, then Travis Kelsey is acceptable to take early. Um, 
I can get behind that pick. He had 103 targets for 1,038 yards as a tight end. Um, that's not a bad pick. But Devontae Adams, 117 targets for 885 yards in 2017, which is just miles behind the other picks that you could have had for your first pick. And so I just, I don't know, I really wish that we could, we could hear the voice, the voice of reason behind. At the same time, I do that. like Devontae Adams. He is a reliable source for Aaron Rodgers. Red zone for sure. And last year they had Jordy. So he absorbed a lot of those too. Those Absolutely. Targets. But compared to the other guys on the board, why? He may, he, he may just see far into the future. I get. I hope Sleeper so. among sleepers. It's Let me borrow your DeLorean whenever you're done with it. It only got – more difficult to understand from there, though, if you look further <laughs> down. Jordan, uh, you've been pretty quiet over there, man. Can you weigh in for us? Uh, I mean, we've, we've, we've. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I mean, I've given him such a hard time. I told you know last time, one of the last episode, I said he's never made uh, the playoffs, I believe, and you know, it's not looking like he might make it this year, but. <laughs> Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Now, I hate to, to rag on him when he's not here. I know. He's and not I, here to defend himself. And, and, you know, if he, like McKenzie said this to Jay Bell, if he, if you believe in a pick, that's fine. Pick what you want to pick. Pick who you want to pick. Right. But listen to me, Colton. Colton <laughs> Sullivan, I want you to close your eyes and just listen to my voice right now. Okay. Hypnosis. There will be predators in this league that will target you. And they're in this room. And they are in this room. They are in this podcast. They will come to you whispering sweet nothings in your ear, offerings the, that you, that you maybe might maybe perceive as good good trade values. I don't know. Do not, all right? Just look to the Lord and do not give in to these. <laughs> do not give in to these demands, all right? I'm just I'm I'm coming to your side. Come to your be be a be a friend here. And uh, and just give you a warning. Um, I'm not gonna give you a bunch of crap about who you picked. You picked who you picked, but don't don't uh, don't do any stupid trades. All right. That was a good PSA. That was definitely a good PSA for anybody. But yes. I, I, I gotta give Colton one thing, man. Uh, it doesn't matter if it was Adams in the first round or Rudolph. That man has got some conviction in his picks. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Rudolph, Rudolph in the fourth. And, you I, know, like, if people ask me about my third, you know, with Shady or, you know, whoever, you know, I, I'm still not sure. Right. And at, at some point, you got to have, you know, you got you to stick to your guns. You can say, you, you know, I, dra- I drafted this guy for a reason. Or the beer did. This guy's on my you team know, for a reason, at least for a couple of weeks. A lot of his reasonings for not taking some of those top guys is because he's had them on their teams, on his teams in the past, and they have not produced up to his standards. I don't know what kind of standards Colton Sullivan has, but they I must be either. pretty they high. Need to be and that's what I, kind of what we were talking about earlier. You know, you, you want to look at prior years, but you don't want to look at it so deep that if, you're, if Antonio Brown had one bad season and he's, or not, let's say Odell Beckham Jr., like you said, he didn't play last year because he was injured. Don't base that pick based on that because he was injured. That's not a fair shake at how he would right. have produced. Right, right. You know, and that's what he was saying. He's like, oh, well, so-and-so was on my team and he did crap, so I'm not ever drafting him again. I'm like, I can kind of understand that to an extent because I pretty much did the same thing. You know, when Todd Gurley, when I drafted him first round two years ago, he was a bust. I did not want to take him last year. I don't even mm-hmm. think he was on the board, though. Um, but, you know, so I, I understand where you're coming from, but, you know, you just got to 
sometimes you gotta look past past prior years. It's it's a weird balance about looking at prior years. It is. It, it's really hard. Like McKenzie, he's been snake bit by David Johnson oh, yeah. for two years, even with a jersey. <laughs> and so this year, you know, if you'd take him, everybody would just become kind of like, Ugh. yeah. So it's a, it's a delicate balance. I do get that for sure. Um, uh, definitely some questionable stuff. Ty Montgomery. That's a that's another iffy one. I mean, I guess if you I guess if you just weren't aware of the situation, um, I mean, I don't know. Plus, plus, I mean his ra- his average draft position is round ten. Um, and I'm not sure where he went. Colton took him in round five. Okay, so that's very early. Um, also, considering that the other two guys on the roster ahead of him were still on the board. Um, Add two we talked about earlier, Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. So I don't know if I don't know. Uh, <laughs> not sure um, what the reasoning is there. I guess he again. It's it, he's uh, his team name needs to be Back to the Future. He has foreseen the future of Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams both getting hurt. Tom Montgomery takes the field. And you know he has a just a breakout, just balls out monster year. Um, if that's what you've seen, then we're all idiots. But one guy I really do like, and I've been hearing a lot about him, is uh, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, and he and uh, he picked him up. It's actually a, one I don't know much about. Round nine. Yeah, yeah, that's about right going for him. I mean, there has been a lot of buzz about him this preseason. About you know, kind of like the um, him is he lining up opposite of Julio? Is that right, Austin? I think they is he are. Slot? I think they're trying to work him outside of Julio, yeah, on the other side. Um, he's a guy who's got a ton of potential, and he uh, they're obviously from an athleticism standpoint, he's a freak athletically. Uh, they really like him. I think he struggled this last preseason game with dropped passes, but he was. Targeted quite a bit. I don't know if he'll end up being the starter right out of the gate on the opposite side of Julio, but I think uh, halfway through the season, you could really see him incorporated into that offense. Um, a guy I like, personally, if we're just talking about guys we do like from Colton's team here, uh, which you never really know, but Cameron Meredith is a guy who I was really yeah. high on I like him the too. draft. And I was – I thought no one would pick him. I thought he would slide, you know, where I could get him late, kind of like I did with some other receivers. But uh, Colton, literally, on the t- next time around, I was going to take Meredith, and Colton snagged him. And he's a guy, if he can remain healthy, um, at the number two spot in the receiving core in New Orleans, he's a guy who's a big target, a good red zone presence, and with a Bears team that had no pieces in – didn't have a quarterback you could throw the ball to him two years ago. He uh, he was really successful. So I think that Karen Meredith is a guy who Colton picked at the right time and could be very uh, could be very rewarding for him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I like that a lot. Um, you know, one thing though, Colton honestly did. So if you take away take away his tight end picks, take away you know, all the other stuff, you know, that may or may not have been acceptable. Um, 
round seven, he had one of, probably one of the best picks out of anyone in the whole draft. Jimmy Graham fell to round seven, um, and that's and that's an absolute steal for, right. for that guy. Um, you know, that's a awesome pick there. If he doesn't, <laughs> if you don't already have two tight ends on your roster, um, that's a great pick. My thing with Jimmy Graham is we know he's got the potential. I mean, like last year in Seattle, even when they were struggling sometimes, he still got a lot of red zone targets, touchdowns. And, you know, and, uh, and Rodgers definitely got it. But at the same time, uh, I don't know. It, it, it seemed like last year Martellus Bennett we were hyping up in Green Bay, and right. he didn't do it. The year before that, I think it was Jared Cook. Everybody was talking up, and then he didn't do it either. Cowboy killer. So is I mean, Jimmy Graham is, is a completely different monster in that sense. I get it. But is he going to absorb some of the red zone targets, or is he just going to be a warm body out there? You know, they say, too, that a player in their first year with Aaron Rodgers typically struggles, you know. And then mm-hmm. once they've developed chemistry over the course of the year, that second year, they see him prosper. So and, I don't you know, know. That might be it. You know, Jerry Cook wasn't there for very long. Right. Martellus Bennett was there for, I mean, less than a season, maybe. And the tight end position, though, isn't really – when you look at Aaron Rodgers, you know, you see so much – so many, you know, balls to his receivers. Tight ends, he doesn't – utilize a whole lot in the scheme of the offense you know yeah but with jimmy graham you've got a huge red zone target so he's a guy who you can match up you know out wide and then throw you know a uh you know throw either a fade or some kind of back shoulder pass to him Uh, i think jimmy graham in theory when you look at it jimmy graham could be really successful there with uh aaron Rodgers. yeah i think so too he's a great value at round seven um so that's good stuff you know, he's a – I mean, I don't know who else he has at running back. He's got Sonny Michelle and Nick Chubb. Um, yeah. Sonny Michelle, um, you know, he's <clears throat> he's got a lot of potential at New England. Um, he's hurt right now, isn't he? Uh, not, I think yeah. he'll be ready by regular season. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure ready. what's going on with him. Run to our uh, New England specialist, Jordan Clark, uh, Sonny <laughs> Michelle. He, yeah, Your he'll latest? be he'll be up regular season, but you know with New England, you never know who's going to be running the ball. Yeah, uh, they'll check so hard. They changed just... their running game plan like week to week, really. So, granted, though, he was taken in the first round, so I mean that makes you. He definitely has some value. I mean, like New England, it seems like they can get everybody's leftovers and make him to a stud. It yeah. took Rex Burkhead and made him into a fantasy stud last year. Uh, I mean, Jeremy Hill. That I haven't figured that out, but I mean, if they took him in the first round, Sony Michelle definitely got some value at right. some point in time. Then he's Maybe gonna, not immediately. He's gonna fumble the ball, and then Bill Pelichick's gonna strip him of all his dignity, throw him <laughs> in the cell, <laughs> throw away the key. And <laughs> is Malcolm Butler still with? Uh, is he still with the Patriots? I don't believe so. That was strange, man. Speaking of, he's, he's in Guantanamo Bay right now. <laughs> yeah, he's been erased from all Google that was, searches. That was a little strange. Huh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So let's wrap it up. Let's. Uh, so, final thoughts on uh, on the draft. I think overall, it was, the draft night was a success. We uh, had a lot of fun, drank a lot of beer. Uh, oddly, and it was funny to see how big of a success Blitz was. <laughs> NFL Blitz needs a resurgence. One guy, I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as he did which he 
very interesting commentary by him while he was playing too, which can't be repeated. Uh, Luke Morrison absolutely loves some NFL blitz. Uh, it was a big hit. To uh, anybody listening, maybe listening that's not in our league, here's how our draft night was. I mean, we had Bago, uh, we had Beer Pong, we had NFL Blitz, we had you know the actual draft. It was it was All one of the, the it was one of the best drafts we've had. I think. Uh, I agree. So much was going on. Everybody was there having a good time. Um, it was it was just good to be able to hang out and not have to worry about anything else for a few hours. Absolutely. Hey, weren't Absolutely. we missing somebody though? They dipped out later in the night. Yeah, he kind of uh, disappeared. Uh, yeah, went all hang out at the queue with uh, Hannah and her friends. His girlfriend? Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's who it was. Forrest. Yeah. Hey, so why why is Reed not in the league? That's a very good question, Mackenzie. <laughs> who knows? He just likes to hang out. I think, yeah. like, you know, like... He's come to, like, the last three drafts, but he's I know. Reed is <laughs> low-key well an analyst somewhere. He is on a podcast <laughs> right now in a, in a separate room spitting information about the Dallas Cowboys because that's just... He's a homer guy. Maybe he just doesn't want to embarrass us. I don't league. know. He's playing PUBG with Josh Doxson, so come on. I mean, <laughs> that's true. I think what he's doing is he's waiting until, like, ten years from now, and he's just going to join the league, win the league, and then... Be done with it. Take the jacket so. and never, never play again. He's plotting. <laughs> yeah, so the same man. He's always there. He might as well pick some players while he's yeah. hanging out. <laughs> Granted, he did pick Parker's team last year mostly. Oh yeah, yeah. He <laughs> so maybe that. he saw that and said, "You know what? This isn't for me." R.I.P. Yeah, but it's, uh, uh, one thing we did talk about, and you know, we'll have to speak again later, is um, you know, me and me and Austin are here in Arkadelphia, and you guys are up in the Fayetteville area. Maybe going to Kansas City. For a game, yeah, I know. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That in action. Um, one thing about Arrowhead, I know that Austin's told me is it is cold. So, um, you know, later in the year, that's definitely something to look out for. But um, yeah, the atmosphere uh, is set, incredible. Set up so. a GoFundMe to uh, GoFundMe. fund my ticket purchases. <laughs> so let me know how that goes. Yeah, Go ahead and advertise that now. It'll be a lot of fun. All right, well, this has gone a lot longer than anticipated, um, but it's been a good time going through everybody's picks. It really, you know, digging into all that. But uh, we need to get out of here, you know, so we don't we don't go too far. But um, I don't know if we're gonna do. Uh, I don't know if we'll do an episode next week. For sure, whenever the for sure whenever the season starts, we'll be week to week. Um, hopefully, about thirty minute shows. So look forward to that. But for now, we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. You know, it's gonna do it for us. Um, you know, thanks for listening and we will catch you next time.